You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. Hey, this is Eddie. This is Marcus. And we are the Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Let's go. Today is August 12th. Yes, sir. This is episode 34. 34. And here we go. Let's go. So last week we started our uh, prediction winners for each division. So we started with the NFC East. Yes. So this week we're going to do the AFC East. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't make it very clear on the last podcast. So each week going forward until we finish all divisions, we are going to do um, a different division each week. Right. um, Just to make that perfectly clear. So, uh, like I said, today we will do the AFC East. Yes, Before we get into that, um, we should do just news and notes okay. from your team or if there's anything from around the league after we get through that. Absolutely. So, um, I'll start off with the Eagles. Um, Lane Johnson and Dougie P, um, they rejoined the team after, you know, um, getting through the COVID protocol. Um, everybody's excited about that. Um, I mean, Dougie P, he said he was asymptomatic. Uh, it was only a matter of time before he passed those tests. Same thing with Lane Johnson. He said he felt strong. He felt healthy. He didn't feel like he was um, having breathing issues or anything like that. So he's back with the team. He posted an Instagram shot, um, I think, yesterday. Uh, and I saw it today, um, which was pretty dope. Um, something else that took place within the past week um Miles Sanders uh had a tweet that he posted about, you know, not catching a break and if and of course, you know, Philly sports <laughs> Twitter went nuts <laughs> like uh what you mean? Like how you feeling? Like you alright? Like you good? Like are you you want to be traded? Like what's the problem? Like there's people saying, "Oh, we're going to trade Miles Sanders for Sonny Michelle." I'm like all he said was he He's not catching a break. And what did what it actually ended up being um, was just anxiety. Um, and mental health is actually a thing, um, especially in the sports world now. It's being They're being more vocal about it, which I'm actually a huge fan of. Because not only do you need to take care of your body, um, you need to also make sure that you're mentally there and mentally safe and stable and, and able to, you know, navigate the stresses of this brutal sport. So it was more of an ang- like an anxious tweet than anything. And, um, you know, he came back uh, within a few hours or even the next day and was like, I didn't realize everybody was going to react like that. Like, I'm <laughs> good. Like, I'm straight now. Like, <laughs> chill. Still Miles Sanders. I'm still an Eagle, which was dope. Um, and then as far as Eagles news, last but not least, um, watching Jalen Rager um, going through drills in camp has me excited. Um, Chris Routes, um, his feet are quick. Um, hands, I mean, that's that's automatic. Like, this kid has a huge, insane catch radius, 42-inch vertical. I mean, he's, he's fast, um, top speed, 23 miles per hour at the top of his route mm-hmm. um, on go routes and things like that. But overall, it's what, what I'm excited about more than anything is his foot speed and his, and his quickness and um, – his agility because that's what creates separation, especially when you're starting to have guys like him go through the route tree mm-hmm. is, is their foot speed and their quickness and they'll be able to um, change direction. Um, that's what creates that separation. So I was excited to see some of that with some of the tape that they released of him. So um, that's it for Eagles news right now. What's going on in Skins Nation? What's popping? Mm. Brand new whip just hopped in. Let's go. <laughs> I got options. Mm. No. Uh, <coughs> so as far as the Washington football team goes. Oh, my bad. Yeah, watch the football team. <laughs> Don't dial that back. Yo, 10 push-ups right now. <laughs> um, uh, Darius Geis was released last week. Yeah, yes, um, he was. For those, you know, who, who were unaware, um, he was actually arrested on domestic violence charges. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's three counts. Um, mm-hmm. All started, I believe... From what the report said was like February 14th, another incident in March, and then a third incident in April. Okay. Um, 
one of them including strangulation. Oh, so wow. Apparently, he strangled this girl until uh, she was unconscious. That's a shame. Um, and then apparently the next couple times, I guess he's like he like threw her down or something like that. So that's terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't jive with that. Mm-mm. Um, you already knew as soon as it as soon as it hit, Uncle Ron wasn't gonna deal with that either. Oh no, Uncle Ron home play. He's he's no. cutting ties with everybody that's creating distractions. Domestic violence is our ultimate no no. You don't deserve to play anything with any league or have any job. And um it's one of those situations where um hopefully the victim's okay, hopefully she's she's getting help. Um hopefully um she's safe. But um yeah, we the average sports guys do not coincide or agree with any of that stuff um with anybody or any team around the league um that's that's grounds for immediate termination i don't care who you are yeah man so uh what do you call it like i immediately like went to twitter just to see people's reactions and right and all that stuff and uh, happily it wasn't like split for the most part i mean mm. you had you had a few people that were Saying, oh, well, let's not be quick to, like, rush to judgment. Um, You know, chicks have lied before, blah, blah, blah. We know that. But, I mean, my personal opinion, um, I do feel like society needs to do a better job at believing the females when they come forward. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Now, that doesn't necessarily always mean you need to take, like, swift and immediate action. Like, oh, you need to be fired or you need to be – like – I, I would have even understood, let's say, you know, Ron Rivera decided to let it play out and see what happens. But here's the thing. They issued a statement which basically said, like, they interviewed or, like, not interviewed, but they had, like, a conversation with Darius. Right. So there, to me, in my opinion, was enough that between, I guess, you know, whatever they heard or read they and had whatever, you know, Darius told them that, I mean, look, it, it's, it's pretty much a done deal. Right. So they they parted ways um no but i mean like you said to me first and foremost uh, you, you just hope that the victim is okay yeah um but then also too with 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 that i mean there's something something not right for you to just put your hands on a female right hands so, on a female or hands on like anybody but especially you know a woman and somebody you considered like your significant other right and so to me, there's brokenness there. So, yeah. in my opinion, he he himself also, you know, needs needs to seek help in in, in treatment in that regard. One hundred percent. Um, but being all that as it is, Washington has moved on from Darius Geis. Yep. And then I saw um, it was Ian Rappaport. He he also reported on NFL Network, and then he had dropped a little nugget at the end. He said that Darius had just recently re-injured his knee. So, again, not that it matters because he got cut, but it's just one of those things is like, man, this guy is always oh, hurt. So, I think he's played five total games with us in the last yeah. two seasons. So, um, yeah, so he's gone. He's done. Um, let's see. Washington also announced today that they will not – was it today or yesterday? Oh, my days have been blending together. But basically, there will be no fans at any of the home games this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just kind of like around the league, I'm starting to see right more news about it, um, whether their teams like uh, Dallas. So Jerry Jones says he hopes to have fans in the stands. Um, and there was another team I saw. They are like hoping for like 7,500 fans and all yeah. that type of stuff. Philly definitely did that. Um, I think I said it two shows ago that they're not going to have fans as of right now. Um mm-hmm. And they consulted with the uh, health department director of, um, I think it's the state of Pennsylvania or Philadelphia or whatever. But um, they're definitely not going to have fans. But I'm interested to see if they're going to do the cardboard cutout thing like like everybody's been doing to generate some oh, type like of in, uh, baseball. Like in baseball, like yeah. if they're going to do that, like that'd be pretty cool. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, but I mean that's that's pretty much it. Like out of Redskins news, I mean. Mm-hmm. Other than that, but like I said, yeah, the uh, the huge story was was the issue with Darius Geis. Um, one thing I did see um, quite a bit was people who were actually like disappointed. I mean, clearly you're disappointed, right? You know what I mean. But it was more of a man. I really like that dude type of thing, right? And mm-hmm. so me, I'm all about team first. So I don't care who's playing as long as my team is winning, right? Uh, but also, secondly, like. I've always been cautioned to idolize 
people in general right uh, but especially like whether you want to call them celebrities or famous people or, right. or, or whatever because they're people with with issues as well so. right like even looking back at like carl malone carl malone's name comes up every once in a while when it comes to jordan and everything and mm-hmm. that guy allegedly is like one of the like the worst like people to be around he's just a mean dude right so um <laughs> like he's just a mean dude and he's done some crazy stuff but um Overall, I totally get it. Like, you really got to be careful who you're um, picking as your, I guess you could say, um, role model, um, especially for your kids and things of that nature. Like, you really got to start. And I think teachers like myself um, and everybody really got to start doing our research on, on, on some of these these, these sports figures because they're human just like we are. They just have a profession or a job in which they make a ton of money. But at, at their core, they're still human, and you've really got to be careful uh, who you're letting your kids uh, choose as their role model in general. No, I agree. Yep. I agree. Um, so that is the news for Marcus's Eagles and my Washington football team. Let's that go. sounds so weird to say. <laughs> but like, the jerseys is fire, though. Like, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? So, you know, you used to be like, touchdown Redskins, right? So now it's like, touchdown, touchdown. football team. Right. No, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure they're just going to say touchdown Washington. But it right. Just, it just sounds funny. There oh, you go. Man. Um, yo, and then the team has been putting out on like social media, like, um, I think it was last week they were. They were showing, like, painting the hallway of, I want to say it was either the stadium or the mm-hmm. practice. I think it was the stadium where they had, like, HCTR and all the Redskins stuff, like, you know, painted on the, the little cinder blocks down the hallway or whatever. They were painting over it. So it's going to um, be HTTWFT? So, uh, right. No, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. Um, no, so, and then this week, I just saw earlier today, they showed them cutting out the carpet oh um, wow yeah they were cutting out the carpet with the redskins logo on it and all that stuff where it's like yeah they're going straight property brothers on this spot but listen so <laughs> i feel like i almost don't know if they're like i don't want to say they're trolling right <laughs> but it's like every twist and turn that they're doing stuff like that i get they're showing change whether it's for like the sponsors right or like you know new whether the current sponsors or maybe new potential sponsors mm-hmm. or and or like um new fans um it's cool and all but at the same time it is almost like a slap in the face to the original like redskins fans okay um mm-hmm. so i understand like them being pissed off about that right. but so that's why like i said i'm like mm, they're almost, i almost feel like they're kind of being being greasy with it right <laughs> let it go but, but i mean be that as it is it is what it is it is I what mean, it is they're gonna push forward with their social media campaign absolutely um, i did see d'angelo hall will um be joining the washington football team broadcast like the play-by-play let's go because so, he has his own podcast doesn't he mm, i don't know if he still does it okay well, he was on a podcast with um aaron hawksworth yes he was but yeah i don't know he was on the nfl network for a while mm-hmm. so i don't know if he'll be doing both if he'll, if he'll still be on the nfl network and then doing right. the redskins um like play-by-play stuff i'm not sure again twitter it was a mixed bag people because i guess on nfl network people had gotten real salty because he was like i love dc but he was like i i regret signing there because he took more money to come here right than he could have got at uh with new england he was like i should have signed with the pats and so people uh, got like real salty about it, right? On, but dude. here's the thing: what NFL player, if truly given the opportunity to play for the Patriots during their prime, wouldn't when they play were for just the going to Super Bowls like like it was one, two, three? It Man, was nothing. Sk- Skittles, <laughs> right? So you know, so he opted for the you know more lucrative deal. He came to Washington. He was he was with with us for what ten years. Um, man, it is booming outside. Is, man, I don't look, know if anybody can hear that. Monsoon. Yeah, it's it's thunder, and lightning out there. Um. But no, so you know he he took the deal and you know like he said he was like I made the decision I'm comfortable with that decision, blah blah blah. But anyway, so people were like bitter about that and they're like oh and now he wants to come back to the team and do right uh, you know radio and blah 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 whatever um, is what it is. I mean okay like I said there you go yeah. So let's get into let's get into the AFC East. So for those Mm. who are listening and you have never watched football (laughs) and you don't know 
what teams are in what division. There you go. The AFC East comprised of the Buffalo Bills. Yep. The Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. Jets. So, do you want to discuss the teams and then pick the winner or pick the winner? Tell us why. Like, I mean, we could switch up the format. It doesn't matter. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and talk about um, – we can discuss the teams first. So, I'm going to start with – well, I have two that I focused on specifically. Um between the Bills and the Dolphins, so the Bills, um, they just recently gave Sean McDermott that extension, mm-hmm. um, another six years, so he's good till twenty twenty five. They got a ton of offense, in my opinion, by adding Stephon Diggs to that receiving core. Oh, yeah, um, Allen as a quarterback, that dude has a crazy, crazy arm. He needs to work on his accuracy a little bit, mm-hmm. but as far as arm talent, it's there. Like he can, he can th- throw it the damn near the length of the field. Um, so you got Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Andre Roberts, running core, TJ Yeldon, and um, Devin, Singletary. Devin Singletary, dude. Um, you really can't ask for too much of a better running back tandem in the league. So the offense is there, but their bread and butter is that nasty behind defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah Hyde, Josh Norman as a vet back there, I think he's valuable. Um, Josh Norman going to get toasted. <laughs> Quentin Jefferson, Matt Milano, Tredavious White, Ed Oliver, like you name it, these guys ball. And then even draft-wise, they got that kid um, out of Iowa, uh, A.J. Apensa, six foot five, two seventy five. This dude is a ball hawk, bends the quarter quickly. Um, he blows he, like when I was watching his game tape. He just blows stuff up, dude. Like, that's just what he does. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a great edge rusher. And then um, Zach Moss, the running back from Utah, um, he's definitely not afraid of contact. Um, going back to the offense again, 5'10", my height, 222, with twice as much muscle. It's cool. I'm still working, <laughs> lifting in the gym, trying to get there. But, um, yeah, this dude has – he's not the most – I don't say he's the quickest feet or he's not the most agile running back, but don't give this dude space because once he's gone, he's gone. You're not catching him. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, um, he does not shy away from contact, and he also can catch the ball at the backfield. So it's just another wrinkle to that offense. And um, I'm, I'm actually excited to watch um, Bill's Mafia um, this season, especially with the addition of Stephon Diggs, and I'm looking to see what Josh Allen looks like another year under center. And then seeing what um, – I mean, we already know what the defense brings. I'm just looking for more for that offensive presence when they have – now they have, like, a true stud receiver. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then just like I said, just seeing them again this season, I, th- I think they are going to do very well. Um, and then the other team that I focused a lot on was um, the Dolphins. Wait, before, oh, before – I would say, before you get into that, yeah. so – yeah, so as, as, as far as the Bills are concerned, and, and one of the questions I was going to ask you, and you kind of alluded to it, yep. um, what element does Stefan Diggs bring um, like to the team? So like, like you said, so for me, first and foremost, I'm looking at like, okay, well, they have Cole Beasley who can be a, a matchup nightmare. In oh, 100%. Slot. He commands cushions. Yeah. So he, yeah, creates great separation. Mm-hmm. He's quick. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a third down specialist. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. Over the middle. Yep. I mean, he's fearless. Um, then you look at John Brown, who's their burner. Dog. He can he can blow the top off of a defense. Facts. Then you layer that with Stephon Diggs. To me, that's a great three-man punch right there. Oh, 100%. And then you still look at um, some of the other guys they brought in. Is Gabriel Davis and Isaiah Ho- uh, was it Hodgins? Yeah, um, you know both give you size. Yeah, good catch radius. They can high point the ball. One hundred percent. So that should help you big time in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like Stephon Diggs is concerned, okay, to me he's going to command some some double teams. So they're going to have to pick their poison. Yep. When it comes to John Brown or Diggs, okay, wh- what are you going to do? That box is going to be open for the right. run game too. So and then they got a tight end. Um, Dawson Knox. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's he's decent. 
like when it comes to blocking mm-hmm. um and then as far as like his route running and things of that nature from what i was reading earlier um he mm-hmm. watched stefan Diggs right. uh, like tape when he like was preparing you know weekly in college right things like that so he's more of that like technician because stefan Diggs runs beautiful routes <laughs> does he you know what i mean so Facts. like you want to talk about a technician yeah so i think I think Knox is going to give you that as well. So that's another big body that, again, can either help you on third and shorts, can help you uh, down in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their offense has the potential to be extremely explosive. Yes, it does. Um, especially with um, quarterback um, Allen. Josh Allen. Allen, 100%. Um, especially with him. Was his third year? Third year, I think. So yeah. super comfortable. I think Stefan Diggs is going to give him another layer of comfortability. Yeah. Um, as far as that's concerned, so mm-hmm. to me, as long as the line holds up, um, I mean, you already talked about their run game, so you can establish the run game. Hopefully, yeah. So if you can get that going, you can keep a defense off balance. Hundred percent. And I mean, even if you're hitting one of uh, those dudes over the top once or twice a game, um, you got to you know, Diggs. Dig, yeah, Diggs or Brown. I mean, but you're gonna have the underneath stuff. Like all, day. all day. All day. And they kind of run a similar style offense that the Patriots would yeah. when Tom Brady was there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, we'll see how it'll be this year. Right. But, um, but yeah, I'm extremely interested in, in, in watching to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, on the defensive side, heck yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, they man. were, what, the second overall ranked defense? The Patriots yeah. were first, and then Baltimore was third. They're just nasty, dude. Yeah. Corner to linebacker oh, to yeah. defensive line to safety, they are a problem. Oh, yeah. And um, what's-his-name was going to not play? Was it Tredavious White? Yeah, I think he so. He was thinking about opting out. He but, was. But he opted in. Mm-hmm. Um to me, that's your number one corner, mm-hmm. and it would be Levi Wallace and yep. Josh Norman, like a battle between them for the number two. Right. Um, and then they still have Jordan Pointer, who to me is underrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's – I mean, nationally, I would say, like you watch – I don't know, pick your poison, ESPN, NFL Network, whatever. Like you'll hear his name, mm-hmm. but it's not like, yo, this dude is a beast. But right. That dude is a beast. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, they got they got guys, man. I mean, just guys. Yeah. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. So they're good. Yeah, I I look for them to take a step up. hundred um, percent. I think New England, which we'll get into, um, in a little bit. I don't think they're gonna have the number one defense this year. No. Um. But yeah, no, I I definitely look for the Bills to just smash people. hundred percent. So how about since you just brought the Patriots, why don't you just go ahead and get into the Patriots now? Okay. Uh, the Patriots. <sighs> yeah, I never thought in a million years, right? Well, we all knew the day was coming, but mm-hmm. for it to actually be here in the sense of Sands, Tom Brady, um, bruh, I don't know. I just that's why there's like a lot of dead air right now because I just don't know. Like, what what is Cam? Like, which Cam Newton are you going to get? Facts. Which Cam Newton do they want? Right, because you can play to his strengths or you can try to make him fit your scheme. Right, right. So my guess is you don't bring him in, um, his caliber play uh-huh. to make him fit whatever it is you're doing. So one hundred percent. My guess is we will still see some of that short, quick, get the ball out type stuff. But here's here's where I'm hung up. Who the hell are you throwing the ball to? Yeah. They've got like uh, nothing. They got, I mean, they got a couple of guys. They got Muhammad Sanu, who's not even a one. He's a two. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Rex Burkhead, James White, Sonny Michelle. I mean, they use their running backs a lot. Yeah, big time. A lot. Um, yeah. Like, that's all, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Um, yeah, that's who you're See, that's what I'm throwing trying to. to. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you. So, overall, overall though, look, like. Lamar Miller, I, I think, <laughs> Julian Edelman. <laughs> I, think, I think they're going to have a, a long, tough season. Yeah. They have, if I'm not mistaken, the most opt-outs for the coronavirus opt-out. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's running back uh, Brandon Bolin, offensive tackle Marcus uh, Cannon, oh, safety gosh. Patrick Chung, linebacker Dante Hightower, mm-hmm. wide receiver Marquise Lee, mm-hmm. offensive guard is it Najee Torin? Yeah. Um, 
Danny Vitale. Okay. And tight end Matt Lacoste. Mm-hmm. Bro, they're that's the squad. Like, <laughs> like they're thin. Yeah, they're real so, thin. So I mean, we'll see. But if if there's one thing I can say, and I think pretty much everybody would agree, Belichick will have his team as ready as they're capable of being ready to Facts. play each each and every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that going to translate to wins? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think so. Um, I think Tank for Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, but here I'll say this, right? <laughs> I don't know how great of a fit Cam Newton in New England is, but because I've been a fan of Cam since college, Cam's um, a problem. Like, like in his in his in his true healthy form, like he's right. he's a stud, right? And so I wish nothing but the best for him. Right. Um, like I still got his rookie card. Facts. This is like in a nice little case or whatever. But I mean, like I said, I. I really, really, really wish him well. So even if it's a one and done, I mean, clearly I, I wasn't happy with his contract. I feel like that was the most disrespectful the, contract. The most disrespectful. What is it like? Seven million? Something stupid like is that? Is it even that much? Oh, I don't even. I don't, I don't even think it's that. It much. is terrible. It's a. It's a wash. Like this dude went to the Super Bowl, league MVP, but you're sliding this dude. And correct me if I'm wrong, people, but I'm pretty sure it's somewhere around seven million. Like it's no, it's thought, look, it's mad disrespectful. No, we're gonna look it up. I almost want to feel like it was like league minimum with incentives. Mm. Hold on. Cam Newton contract. I'm telling you, he's playing for some tater tots. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I lied. I was generous. It's It's, it's It's, a million. It's 1.7. That's where the seven came in. Contract, including 550,000 guaranteed. That is the most disrespectful contract of any, like, legit legit franchise quarterback that I've ever seen in right. my entire life. That's what I said. I was wow. like, wow, he, he's playing for a ham sandwich and some tater tots. Basically. But so, I mean, I don't know if it was just a play to like, hey, I got to get signed. Let me play somewhere right. so I can get into camp, learn a system, be as prepared as I can for the year. Um, but again, I hope for his health throughout the year. Right. I hope he balls out, you know, I mean, to the best of the team's ability to his ability um and then hopefully latch on with another team long term um but i i don't have high hopes for new england so just to put this in perspective jalen hurts signing bonus is more than cam newton's contract Mm. his signing bonus was 1.9 million wow and he's your backup and he's my backup and he was drafted this year, second round. Right. That's that's disrespectful. We're talking about a league MVP that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Uh, but then others will argue, well, he signed the deal. So. <laughs> that's true. You know, ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, when you when you strap up, you get on that field. It, yeah. It's not about the money. It's not about whatever. So mm-hmm. maybe he's gambling on himself. No, you know, we don't know. But. Like I said, I hope he goes out there, tears it up, and then latches on with somebody long term. Pay me my money. Um, his hair is weird as hell. That thing Doug. you sent me. Oh, a little dog. What is that meme? And that was. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to get into. Like, I think this comes down to Cam Newton. Um, that's if he even wins the starting job because everybody was talking before they signed him. Stidham, 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 Stidham. Yeah, Stidham, nah. Stidham, Um, Right? So I, I'm still, like, trying to figure out, are you going to get Cam Cam or are you going to get Loke Dog? Like, I don't I don't know. But if Cam shows up and does Cam things, um, even with the limited receiving core that he has and has a decent showing and I'm going to say goes 8 and 8, 9 and 7. That's I think it's a, where I have him. I at. think it's a good season. Like you can't like you can't like literally criticize that record based on who he's throwing the ball to. Right. Um like there's I don't see enough offense to really be that much of a problem for anybody. Like nobody truly scares me. Um no. Out of, you know, for the receiving core at all. Um running backs are fine, but receivers nah like right. not at all not at all so um in my head like i said i got the patriots going nine and seven eight and eight possibly um to me nine and seven would be a hell of a year all things considering right um but yeah i got them around that eight and eight margin mm-hmm. um but like i said i mean watch a mess around and win 11 games i mean <laughs> it is belichick it, that would be the, the most belichick thing ever right, right. so no, I, I just like I said, I I'm sitting here looking at my notes like 
I right. have pages and pages of notes for every other team when it comes to the Patriots. It's right. That, I see like six question marks. Um, <laughs> you know, there's some there's some space in between these lines. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh huh. We'll see. We'll we'll definitely see. We'll see. Want to talk about these Dolphins next? Let me get into these Dolphins. Yeah. So this is. In my opinion, without giving it away of who I'm picking, like this is one team you gotta watch mm-hmm. because they they they're sneaky and they got a bunch of young guys, especially a defense again, especially on defense that are hungry mm-hmm. that can play. Um, Kyle Vinoy, um, yep. Jack Lawson, Steve Parker. They got Emmanuel Ogba Emma, too. Emmanuel another, Ogba, um, another edge rusher. Eric Rowe, former Eagle, Kamu Grugier Hill, who was a former Eagle, and this dude stepped up last season. Mm-hmm. Um, this dude's a problem. Byron Jones from Cowboys. Um, and then they got the guy from um, what's his face from Auburn. Auburn. Noah. Noah Ig him, Bohin. I think. Forgive me on the last name. Um, this dude is not just a kick return specialist. This dude is a ball hawk. Um, yeah. That was a huge, 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 huge draft move. Um, I not, remember when they drafted him. We, right. We were, we were both watching. Right. Like, like this yeah. kid is a stud, um, and I expect him to start this season. Um, dude has crazy speed. Um, he would, like, just looking at his kick return tape, like mm-hmm. from the go, two steps. If you don't put hands on this dude, oh, he's gonna get by. He's gone. Yeah. This man's taking it to the house. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, defense wise, they're straight. Offense, um, they drafted heavy O line. Like their draft was either defensive backs, like uh, linebackers, like secondary, mm-hmm. or it was just offensive linemen. Um, looking at the uh, the tackle. Uh, or the guy they pulled from uh, USC, Austin Jackson. Yeah. Dude can pull. He's very athletic. He's got great hands, can pass protect. Like, dude's a problem. Um, even on offense. They got Jordan Howard now, dude. That dude is yeah, an was anchor. A, yeah. Anchor. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Coming from an Eagles fan, that dude is an anchor. Right. You give him the rock and just send him forward towards that line. He's getting you at least four. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Breida, um, Devontae Parker, problem. Even a healthy Matt Collins um, last season – wasn't his best season, but when you when you put a guy like Matt Ho- Matt Collins into an offense where there are playmakers and he's getting one on one matchups, in my opinion, he's a burner. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna beat that second corner right. just on a straight go route. Like he's he's fast. Dude was a he was a he was their number one receiver out in U- uh, USC. I'm sorry, UNC, um, Carolina. So he's one of those dudes that you really got to worry about. And then at the quarterback position, it's a three way battle. Kind of. I mean, I'm, they'll probably start off with Fitzmagic and then transition into a, um, and then you still got John, Josh Rosen on the roster. Um, it's We all know it's Tua's future team. Like, we, we get it. Yeah. But um, they're not going to have too many problems at the quarterback position. But overall, as a squad, I would not be surprised if they took the divisional crown. Um, this is a team that is a well-oiled machine. You can tell that, like, even last season, because they got us. Um, they beat us because um, I think we literally, my Eagles literally looked at the schedule. It was like, <laughs> Dolphins. Um, no, these they come to play. They're hungry. They believe in their head coach, and they're yeah, definitely a problem. Yeah. You got to watch these guys. Well, that's so <clears throat> first and foremost, yeah, I do think it, it starts with, with their head coaching. Flores is, is, is good. Mm. It's tough as nails. He takes no excuses. None. Um those guys last year were scrappy. I mean, we beat them by the skin of our teeth. Right. Um, which we beat anybody last year by the skin of our teeth. I mean, they were <laughs> one of three teams that 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 we beat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I don't know how excited I'll be if Fitz Magic <laughs> or Fitz Tragic. <laughs> um, Depends which one you get. Right. I don't know I'll be if 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 I'll really be excited watching. Um well hell, who am I kidding? It's a pandemic. I'm gonna watch every game and just be excited. <laughs> and just be excited Facts. that there's sports. But no, I mean right. so so you have Tua. My thing is, I guess as long as, you know, he is like extremely healthy, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then you see enough out of him to say, Okay, let's let's go ahead and and, and put you in there. 
I don't care whether it's him or Fitzpatrick. Um, I kind of look at so the one thing that I thought was a question mark, and it is because they did draft heavy there, was the O line. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you you do have a bunch of young guys, right? Right. So it takes time, and you think about like the offensive line. Like mm-hmm. to me, in my opinion. It really does take – I mean, so you get your day one starter sometimes early in the first round. I mean, they're just studs. Right. Um, to me, most of the time, it's going to take them like a solid two years. Yeah. And then to be in the same system. There um, you go. Before you really start seeing what they're going to shape up or shape out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just say all, all things you know being equal, that the offensive line is like good to go, right? Right. Not the best, but – they can serviceable manage. or right. more than serviceable at times, right? I think their run game has potential to be huge. Oh, facts. And so they have two opt-outs, um, Albert Wilson and then Alan Hearns, both wide receivers, so they brought in some other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can produce, I think they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I, I can see them jumping up and jumping on some people. Oh, 100%. I personally have them and it's and it's no slight to to any one thing or factor but part of it is contingent upon a is Tua gonna play b how does Tua play when he does i think he is without a doubt the future of the team clearly um because if you are going to rely on fitzpatrick he to me is good in spots he can get you between one to three games after that it's a crapshoot, right? Right. Um, I have them around eight and eight, nine and seven, mm-hmm. and that's just me assuming Tua doesn't start the season and then he's slow to come along. Right. Um, I never, 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 never jump on QBs negatively Mm-mm. the way that I see so many people do, like cats were doing with Haskins last year, right? Okay, right. he was thrown into the worst possible situation, period. Um, and then people were like, "He sucks. He's a bust." No. Um, so even if Tua went out there and just stunk up the joint, okay, he's got to get adjusted to the speed, the game, da da da. I think he'll be good. Right. Um, but yeah, I have them around eight and eight, nine and seven, somewhere around there. Um, but again, it also wouldn't surprise me um, if you know ten and six type thing. I, I I think eleven wins is 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 a stretch. Yeah. Um. But I I'm comfortable with the nine and seven. Right. Um. But I don't personally have them winning the division. Me um, neither. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think just just again looking at my notes and just kind of where the team was last year Mm -hmm. as far as the defense is concerned and then some of the guys they brought in. I mean, they was getting got around the edge. But then, like I said, with Kyle Van Noy, Agba, Lawson, that's going to immediately improve their pass rush. Facts. Um, It's going to set the edge. They should be able to get home. Right. To to the running back and the quarterback. Yes, sir. It's like you're playing the run on the way to the quarterback, as, as Ron Rivera would say it. So... Um, but even I mean, then they um they got Byron Jones, yeah, corner. Um, big mistake letting him go, Dallas. <laughs> right. It, well, yeah, big time. Well, so but 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 here's here's the one thing that that kind of stuck out to me, right? So you kind of try to solidify your edge and 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 your defensive front, right? But their corners are good. Are good. Really they have good. they have great like press man skill, right? Which is going to blanket and cover a receiver. Which is going to then allow your pass rush an extra second or two to get home. I was or, just thinking that, or at least to get your QB off the mark or hurry his ass up. Facts. So, I mean, I think they'll be okay on the defensive side. Right. I think people are going to sleep on them too. Yeah, I'm thinking literally. I mean, obviously top ten. I think they their defense can even be inside of top seven. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, you got to definitely eat your Wheaties before you play these guys. <laughs> but I'm I'm telling you, and and. I get it, right? If you, I, I can guarantee you, you and I can go spend like two days in each of the 32 teams, like facilities. Right. And it's like this week, I don't know, um, Ravens have um, Miami. You're not going to catch any like coach in the Ravens organization that's going to be sleeping on Miami. They're going to no, prepare. They have clearly. To. Yes. But there is something to be said when players mentally know, like, oh, we're playing, ah, we're playing Washington. We're yeah. good. 
you know, oh, we're playing, ah, we're good. That's gonna happen. Somebody yeah. gonna sleep on Miami. Someone's gonna sleep on. They're gonna they're gonna sneak a couple of dubs out and, of nowhere, and, and they're gonna get got. Absolutely. So, oh, mm-hmm. so let's get into. Benny and the Jets. The Jets, dude. So, in my opinion, I think just based on who we've talked to so far, they're gonna be at the bottom of the division. Um, and that's not necessarily a, a super knock on their team because I mean they did trade Jamal Adams to the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, they're literally their best defensive player. Um, mm-hmm. dude was a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, still a problem. Like I'm still mad about that NFC East pickup because <laughs> um the Seahawks just got way better. Um, but back to these Jets. Um, I mean they do have Le'Veon Bell. They picked up Frank Gore. Flacco is running back. Um, they got guys. I mean, I don't like. I said their defense definitely got weaker in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm honestly like I said, based on the talent that's everywhere else, there's no way that they cannot be, if not third or fourth in the division, even based off of last year. In my opinion, that offense ran through Le'Veon Bell, and um, he barely got anything. And they didn't even draft really offensive line heavy. I mean, they got two tackles Mm -hmm. in Makai Becton, and they got Cameron Clark. But I think a lot of their issues was more interior than anything. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm literally thinking they're going to have a very similar season just as long as my man's does not get the, uh, what is it, mono again? So, <laughs> Sam Darnold, <laughs> the, man, the man came in like full. What, what, what do they used to call that joint? The kissing disease? The, the kissing disease. My man was like, he said, man, I, I, I'm out of college, but I'm not out of college. So let me get this mono. He oh. was see, he was seeing ghosts last year, wasn't seeing he? What did ghosts. he say? What did he say on the sidelines? He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> he said, I'm I'm hearing footsteps. Yeah, but he like, was getting ate up. Facts like this dude would literally get the ball, and there would be like tackles and edge rushers like in his face. It was a mess. So <laughs> before I can even like, I respect any team in the NFL, but as like respect them as a possible contender to take the division. I think first and foremost, they have to fix that offensive line to give him time to do three, seven, ten step drops, stuff like that, and get the ball out. They do have a stu- like a, a legit running game with Le'Veon Bell and Frank Gore. Frank Gore, right. Um, they did lose uh, Robbie Anderson, which was, a, in my opinion, he's a true number one. Yeah. So, I mean, they have Jameson Crowder. Um, I consider him a vet at this point. Uh, he's a good dude. But... I mean, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, um, <laughs> I will, and 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 that's the thing. So like when I was going through it, and like I said, you know, I was I was writing notes before the show, and, and I'm just like notice like notable kind of like weapons or you know skill positions. Yeah, you got Crowder in the slot. You know, he spent right. a few years in Washington. We drafted him. Um, then you have Brashad uh, Perryman. Uh, Denzel Mims. I'm like, mm. yeah. Are are they really? I mean, Crowder within himself, right? Like, is is he really anything to write home about? I mean, clearly the dude has great ball skills. Yes, he um, does. He can get off that line and just create like the. He doesn't create big time separation, but he he, he plays small, like real small. Right. Like that ball comes in. Now, my biggest thing with him is like yards after the catch. Because I think it's how they have him playing more just across the middle. You catch the ball, and, and, and he gets down. I mean, he's right. a little dude. Like, I have a picture with him. He is small. Yeah. Like, um, but, I mean, th- that to me is, like, your best dude is a tight end. You got uh, Chris Herndon, oh Ryan Griffin, yeah, Daniel Brown, mm-hmm. Trevin Wesco. Okay. Right. You know, cool. 
I mean, <laughs> running back, Lev Bell and Frank Gore. Right. Um, I feel like Frank Gore has been playing in the league since I was six. Yeah, like this man's whole career seems like it's been my lifetime. Like <laughs> on this earth. Old faithful. Like, <laughs> yo, what's the um tight end that played with San Diego forever? Oh, um, Antonio Gates. My yes. dude, yo, I still need to buy his jersey. I need a throwback with the powder he was blue. Drafted in 1978. Facts. Like he's still and honestly, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm an Eagles fan, but I loved a lot of the players that came out of San Diego. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, of course, Darren Sproles, but even Phillip Rivers, but definitely Antonio Gates. My goodness. With some of the most surest hands in the league. That right. man is old as dirt. This man got grays. He probably got grandkids right now, but he's still, I mean, didn't he just retire? Yeah. But um, overall, like last year, I was like, like this dude's still playing? Like, like whoa. <laughs> yeah, I thought somebody was doing like a tribute, and they yeah. was just like, I'm going to wear the Gates jersey. Right. No. <laughs> like, yo, um, but to yeah. me, like Frank Gore is the same way, right? But, he but old see, head, yo. The thing is, like with Frank Gore, he's still productive. He still gets it, yards. It's just like AP. Facts. It's just, same class. Right. Same class. Right. So 100%. I'm like, look, people will count them out. I think they're gonna have a hell of a run game. Mm-hmm. Well, potential because you alluded to it earlier. The offensive the line. Offensive line mm-hmm. If if they can't push people back, create create holes. I mean, you can only expect them to do so much. Right. Now, the great thing with Le'Veon Bell is he can catch the ball out of the backfield, facts, and he can get busy if you can give him space. Wheel route um, screens, yeah. And, and I don't know. Like I said, I mean, I, I'm just going. Yeah, I'm just going down. It's very uninspiring. <laughs> it's. I mean, Wait, it's, what you going to do, bro? Yeah, it's like I mean, I'm not impressed. I'm thinking Sam Darnold. I mean, he he can move, you know. He can maybe extend a play or two. Yeah. Um, I, I would give him moderate athleticism. Right. I mean, he's not statuesque. But, yeah. You know. Um, I, but here's the thing. I would definitely take him over Baker Mayfield at this point. I just think, like I said, they just need to build that offensive line and get this dude another receiver. Yeah. But right now, psh, bruh. No. <laughs> Based on the rest of the division? Bruh. To me, there's a lot of wait and see, right? Because, 100%. I mean, we just don't know. We don't know. Um, And then with this weird year that is coronavirus, yeah. I mean, you don't know who's going to go down because of it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, the defense, yeah, I mean, you lose Jamal Adams. Um, C.J. Mosley was the opt-out. Ah, true. Right. Forgot about him. Yeah. So. Wow. Yep. So I think they're going to struggle mightily on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their offense at times are going to give you glimpses and little hope of what it could be mm-hmm. if they build or continue to build, do the right thing. Right. Uh, but it's not going to translate into wins. No. Um, not not this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I'll get into it and say my prediction winner. I'm going to say the Bills. That's exactly who I had. Like, I think these MFers are going to win like 13 games. Bruh. Call me crazy. Bruh. Hot sports take. Facts like these, like just off of their defense alone. Um, granted, my Eagles beat them last year, but it's not like they didn't they didn't give Carson Wentz problems. I'm pretty sure that's one of the teams he threw an interception to, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Um, well, they had old dude uh, Tre'Davious White. He led the league in interceptions. Facts. So he he probably he probably got one. Probably got one. Um, their defense is a problem. And then also like like we talked about earlier. That addition of Stefan Diggs, bro, that is a big deal um, to open the box for guys like Yeldon and Singletary. Oh, yeah. Um, on top of Quentin Jefferson and um, all those guys. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, on top of um, having just that much offense. I'm sorry, John Brown. That's what I'm thinking of. John Brown, who can also stretch the defense and, mm-hmm. and, and go get it. Um it's one of those situations where, like, what most teams want, where it's literally pick your poison. It's either oh, yeah. you you double cover Stephon Diggs and then live with John Brown, or you double co- and then you still got Cole Beasley underneath. Right. Like, what are you gonna do as a defense? Because you can't like, are you gonna you you can't stack the box, which means these running backs are going to eat. Right. Um, I think Devin Singletary is gonna be just based on the way this offense looks right now, pending us actually having a season. I'm gonna like easily top ten running back just off of the roster. Yeah. Um, especially at the receiving core level, like, well, dude, he's eating. Well, here's here's the thing. You live so, with that running game. So, like, going through and looking at this division, there's two teams that, like, to me have the potential to be explosive and exciting, right? right? So you remember what it was last year to watch the Ravens play. 
<laughs> hell of exciting, right? <laughs> 400 yards. Like right. So a game. I'm not saying that the Dolphins are going to do what the page or excuse me, what the Ravens did. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying the bills are going to do that, but they can add their own little wrinkles and uniqueness to make them exciting to watch. Right. You know what I mean? And they both have the defenses. Right. To hold people down. Mm hmm. To where hopefully they're not in a shootout situation, right? And like, I, if, yeah, like, like if I'm Josh Rosen, like, I'm sorry, Josh Allen, like I'm literally showing up to the practice facility with wayfarers on, like, mm -hmm. because I know my defense has my back. I got weapons, right? Like I am. When I say cooling, like this man is cooling, right? And not only that, based on what they've done on the offensive side of the ball, they're more amoebas than anything. Like if you have a team that sucks at run defense, they got two guys that can run it down your throat. Oh yeah. If your if your team has trash has a trash secondary, it's gonna be an air yeah, raid offense that game. There's nothing to be over top and underneath. And underneath, there's nothing. And Cole there's nothing you're going to be able to do. So if you have a weak defense, listen, yeah, or any like anything weak, if you're outside of the top ten, these guys are putting up 21, 27 points on you, and Average. you gotta be you gotta be able to throw with them. Yeah. If not, it's over. Yeah, I I mean I think they can rival Dallas for oh, that top like offense. Yes, because like I said, if you're hitting on all cylinders, I mean, who realistically is 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 going to shut them down or stop them? To me, they're going to hurt themselves before somebody else does. Facts. Because like I said, you stack the box, you about to get cleaned up over all the way the top. Up. Right. So okay, you keep your defense honest, you're still going to get jacked up in the run game <laughs> i just look to see opposing defenses with hands on their hips right like early in the second half facts like, you get late into that game it's over it's over like if I, they're up man, on look. you at all right seven or more is done and not only that sean mcdermott just got that extension do you know what this playbook's about to look like right <laughs> like you got this man for like another six years right you know what they about to do you know the risk they're about to take on defense and offense right it's over i'm sorry yeah. i like this squad for this for this division. now before we get off the buffalo bills josh norman Listen. Yeah, that's the one. Listen. That's, if there's a weakness on this defense, it's him. That's it's him. If it's a liability, it's him. <laughs> if anybody's gonna get burnt like toast, it's him. It's him. If anybody's gonna get exposed, it's him. It's no. him. Um, I sound like a hater. Uh, but look, I mean, he spent he spent some time here in Washington. You know, he got um, that money too. Personally, I personally I like I like him. Right. Um, all the things he does in the community, like him right. and his 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 team, like they went into Walmart. And they got like, and I'm not even joking, like 20 shopping carts filled up all that stuff. They took it to the kids that are on the border yes. in Mexico, bought them pizzas, all that stuff. <clears throat> so the stuff he does, like as a dude, like as a man off the field, like, you can't, you can't guy. say, yeah, oh yeah. Um, on the field now, when he was in Carolina, I was like, yo, this dude is is it. So <laughs> so when we signed Facts. him, yeah. I was like, yo, okay, um, no, I mean. <laughs> it, He's he's literally been nothing to write home about. Towards the end, he was just getting benched. Um, yeah, healthy scratch sometimes. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Yeah, but I believe wasn't McDermott a coach in Carolina when Norman was there? I believe he was. Yes. on the defense. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, I think it was a part of that staff, hundred percent. So, I mean, maybe it's the scheme. I mean, it we, could be a scheme thing. We look at our defensive coordinators here in Washington over the last couple of years; they've been uninspiring. Hundred percent. They, they've had players way out of position. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you got Ryan Kerrigan trying to cover a tight end. What in the right. hell are you doing? So, yeah, it could just be okay. He wasn't. In the best position. Right. But, I mean, I beg to differ because when I watch Josh Norman, you're lined up. How are you 11 yards off of a receiver <laughs> and still get burned? Uh, man, look, unless he was having a shoe malfunction or his he, he was getting cramps that day, there should, your name is Josh Norman. There's no like, reason you should give somebody that much of a cushion. Yeah, that's I crazy. Mean, he came out of the tunnel with a baseball bat when he was <laughs> in Carolina, like intimidating <laughs> folks. Now, I mean, when he was in Washington, it was like, yo, yeah, don't even let this dude run out at no. the beginning of the game. Yeah, get take his, his helmet, man. Get his man a headset and a clipboard. Like, right. re relax. 
No, so I hope he gets right. Like I said, just on a personal level, like he was super cool. I, I remember meeting right. him at um, um, training camp down in Richmond. Dope. He was super cool. Like yeah. practice was over. It was like a million degrees outside. You had Darius Geis and some of the other guys. Uh, Mason Foster, shout out Seaside. Um, mm. He he came down. They were like signing autographs, whatever. So Josh Norman was getting in some extra work. Um and he was tired. I mean, just dog tired. So mm-hmm. he was working on all, all different types of stuff. He still came over. Like, this was 30 minutes later. Like, the That's other players had, had already gone. And he was, like, he literally took his time and was talking talking to people. He wasn't just, like, signing and rolling and signing and rolling. Like, you know, there was uh, one of the coaches or the, the team guys came over. was like, yo, Josh, you, you know, you got to go. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, he just was still there. He was just signing stuff. He was talking to people. Right. Like, he's a likable dude. Uh-huh. But it's just yeah. on the field. The dude is a liability. So maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe him being in Buffalo around that type of defense. Facts. They play with certain expectations. Bunch of young guys. Um, yeah. I mean, Tredavious White, some of those guys, but like, look, get it together. Facts. You know what I mean? So who knows? But like I said, all said and done, Bills, to me, easily win the division. Mm-hmm. Somehow I see a weird kind of scenario where Miami makes the playoffs. Yeah. Um, But ultimately, I look for them to be better in year two and three of yeah. Tua. Mm-hmm. And I think they're... I think Miami is building their team to be a solid team for years, not just win now or right. get right, like right now. So that's the one thing that I've been impressed with, with Flores. So it's just like facts. I really look for them to just be literally kicking people's ass. hundred percent. Two, three of two, especially once he gets comfortable. Hopefully that kick can stay healthy, man. Um, I, he I wish was, he was fun to watch in college. I mean, a hundred percent. He's super humble, humble dude. Um, He's got the right community and team behind him. Like, guys like him, you just wish all the best. And, I mean, pending reports from – well, not pending, but the reports that came out from the doctors and team doctors and everybody said he's a he's a full go. Yeah. So I'm interested to watch that camp battle. Um, and I'm also in, like I, like this is one of the teams that I'm literally going to be outside of my Eagles. Like I have to watch. Like yeah. I have to watch. Well, because you remember play. what it was last year, the year before, whenever all that. Uh, it was Cleveland. Cleveland to me was like the team to watch, bro. You, I felt I, like they were the Avengers. We man, even said it on the podcast. Facts. Everybody sat there and Especially said Ode- they got Odell. Yeah, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, and um, their tight end. What's his name? Njoku. Um, Njoku. Problem. Just those three guys alone right. on top of their running back game. Oh yeah, they you're thinking, oh, they're they're easily getting 12 wins. That's <laughs> what I thought. On, on top of their defense, like their defense is a problem. Yeah. So we're all just sitting there, like, oh, that's 12 wins. They're gonna mess around, mess right. around, and, and and literally make the playoffs and do damage. It's all on Baker Mayfield. Right. All they did was damage. That's all they did themselves. was damage. Too many commercials, but it's I all mean, good. It was, it was just like you want to talk about a big <sighs> letdown. Facts. Like I just was like, mm. and it was like each game you're like, all right, they about to get right, mm. right. All right, maybe next week. And also imagine being a uh, a wide receiver going to a th- team predicting that they're going to be amazing, and then you get there and you're just like, maybe I should have stayed because Sterling Shepard and right. I mean, to me, Landry and and and, Facts. and Odell. I mean, okay, there's teams who have nobody, right? Uh, like. And you got two of them? You got two of them. And then you have a good tight end and a run game? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, they need like, to get it together or else heads are rolling and people are getting benched. So, I mean, to me, this is this this has to be the final year, and and and, and we'll get into be. it. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it once we Touch get into division. yeah into their division. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I I just I feel like the Bills are gonna win the division. Facts. Miami will somehow make the playoffs. Yep, uh, that's another bold prediction for me. Um, but I like that take. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I think it's doom and gloom for the Jets, mm-hmm. and I think I'm gonna get my popcorn ready to watch Patriots Nation or whatever they call themselves. Mm. Just get bitter and salty, and just angry, so they can start feeling what it's like to be. Yeah, facts. Like a normal, fa- like a like a fan for most teams. Speaking you know? of which, side note. 
I saw an Instagram post or um or, or an ESPN article that was just talking about Tom Brady and how much fun he seems to be having in Tampa Bay. Oh yeah. This man has a friggin' orange or reddish orange visor right now. When have you ever seen Tom Brady with right, a visor? Yeah. yeah. Like this dude is Yo, Tom Brady's living his best life. I don't care what anybody says. Listen, I'm living his best life. I'm telling you, when you've been to the mountaintop, sat there, had a cup of coffee, made, like somebody made you breakfast, <laughs> and then you decide, like, okay, like he's like still really on top of the mountain, right? Yeah. He's he's playing with house money for the rest house of his career. Money. Like he's won a hundred and one Super Bowls. And not only that, you're walking into a situation with a Mike Evans, and you get your tight end back. Yeah, you get yeah. What? Yeah, Bruh. And then they then they sign uh, Lashawn McCoy for running back. Yes, they did. Now I don't know how that'll shake out. In, but. in spurts, this dude still does shady McCoy things. Oh yeah. In lim- like in limited touches, if you need like a change of pace type, like maybe fifteen touches a game. Right. He can he can handle the ball. Um, still carries it wide, but in space right, he can he can still be dynamic. Yeah. So um yeah, Tampa Bay. As a team, I think they're going to be 10 and 6ish, but overall, they're going to be another fun team to watch. Yeah. So like to. I can't I can't I can't wait to do um that division for oh, sure. Facts. Because I think that's going to be a tough one. But just yeah. sticking back to the AFC East. Right. Um like I said, Bills Bills all the way. Yeah. I think Miami's going to come in second. Mm-hmm. Um I think your Patriots will kind of round it out at third and then the Jets will be the bottom of the basement. That's what I got. Um that's what it is. Before we end, we're wrapping it up. We're at the hour mark. Mm-hmm. Um, I did ask for a bottle of Terramana tequila. Um, it's Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson juice. Yeah. And I got it. There you go. I got it from an anonymous individual mm. I asked on the show. He's got a and, plug. And for those who didn't see it, I posted it on social. I put it on the gram. Mm. Um you know, so you can see that I got it. Shout you out. asked and then you received. Yeah, asking you shall receive. You know, <laughs> I asked for a million dollars a couple of weeks ago. I'm still waiting on that one. Um, you know, but no, hey, th- this stuff is as advertised. It's good. Right. Um, it is good. I-, I probably will finish the bottle. What's today? Wednesday. Wednesday. It'll be on tomorrow. There you go. It'll be gone. Last but not least, I promised some friends back at home in New Jersey. I'd shout out my Flyers right now. They got a game tonight at 8. Um, Lawton, Hayes, Gostas Bear, um, Abe Kubel um, did very well um, in their game against the Lightning. Um, they have yet to be down a game since the playoffs have started. Yes, round robin is still counting as the playoffs. Um, they went 3-1, to 3-1, 4-1 versus everybody. Um, I just hope they keep that tenacity up. Um, now for my Phillies, I don't want to talk about it, um, because we had the O's yesterday <laughs> and we got, uh, we got, a, we got, we got smacked a little bit, um, because once our starters are out, we have no bullpen. You said the O's? Yeah, the O's. Man, they, they <laughs> took us to the cleaners. <laughs> they, here's the thing. They show up in games. Like but there's they some, suck. Ga- they're but terrible <laughs> roster wise, but there's just some games where they just, they just come out with a wife beaters and like, like, like they're eight, like they're like their tank tops and like all swole and they actually get games. So, right. I mean, I'm mad, but then again, I'm not mad because here's the thing. Phillies are one of those squads from top to bottom where you're just like, there's no way they should be losing to the O's. Yeah, no zero reason. Well, but look at us. I mean, we just won the World Series. You, y'all just won the World Series, but then you think that, and then you look at our bullpen, and you're just yeah. like, ah, yeah. Once Wheeler, uh, Velasquez, and Nola goes out, mm-hmm. man, look, it's like home run derby. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. like, so what's wild? And, and we're not gonna get too off into baseball, um, but yeah. So the O's, they like. I mean, cleaned our clocks. Yeah, uh, we did. We did beat the Mets um, twice, or the the last two games. Uh, we, I believe, we played a night, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and damn. So the Islanders beat the Caps four two. Mfers, man. <laughs> Ugh, this is game one of the first. Oh round. man. Yeah, first round of the playoffs. Um, we got to bounce back. I mean, we were out there flying around, start of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Wilson was just fighting people because right. he Tom Wilson does Tom Wilson things. Yeah, that man's um, a bully. Um, because he he was fighting a bunch of people on the Flyers. Like this man was. Man, um, yeah. It, it got when you play in the Caps, you got to come ready to drop your gloves. Period. Because there's gonna be a fight. Like you're going through hands. 
Yeah. Um, it's a good squad. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, you have to literally go up at least two goals and have that cushion to beat the Caps. Even then, it's still questionable because they will score two in a minute and 30 seconds. Yeah. But, um, yeah, back to the Nets. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those things. I can't wait till we play each other. Um <laughs> It's yeah, well, always fun. It's, it's like, always you know, fun. Like we're on the same division, and then it's always fun because there's always there's so much trash talk, dude. I right. love it. Regardless right. if we win or lose, I, I was mean, still come on, like, dude. To me, like my favorite moment playing you guys was this last year when you guys played us. It was the first series we played you guys. You guys played us at our house, uh-huh. so you guys had Harper. I mean, we booed the s out oh, of that dude. Oh man! And then you got all the game. and then you got the bat flips and all yeah. that. It's it's a like Nats Phillies is a great series to watch because yeah. it's just it's must see TV. Yeah, it's man. prime time. Yeah, and then uh, so my buddy Mario, they got the zoned in podcast. Yep, uh, shout out to shout them. Shout out to them for sure. Um, I was listening to their last podcast that they just released the other day, mm-hmm. and I had texted him. It was funny. He was like, "So he's a Miami fan, right? Okay, so he's Marlins all the way. He's like Miami Mar my Miami Marlins are six and one, and then uh, Dame, the other dude on the on the show, he was like, because nobody want to play y'all <laughs> because they had the coronavirus. Joint. I was like, yo, that yeah. was like a smooth zing right there. <laughs> so I was like, yo, that could be how they literally killed the competition. Right, like, like nah, no, no, nobody flying to Florida, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nobody catching that plane. First off, nobody wants to take that bus because the right. issue is like they don't want teams flying, so that's why they're staying basically in division, which is like bus distance for the most part. Um, but. Like, there was a whole, like, even with my Phillies, like, they were talking about, like, nah, they're not going to get on the plane. They're going to take a whole bus. Like, nah, nobody's getting on that bus. We ain't playing. First off, you're going to Florida, like, the, the hot spot. Yeah. But, yeah, I get you. I feel you. Yeah. No, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. There we, you go. um, went around the AFC East. There you go. I basically, Marcus and I both are picking the Bills. Yes. Um, I think it's doom and gloom for the Patriots there you go. from here on out. Mm-hmm. But this was episode 34. It was a mm-hmm. good time. Mm-hmm. Again, this is uh, Eddie and Marcus. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, Average yes. Sports Guys. Uh, follow, like all of our stuff, comment. Facts. You can you know reach out to us there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll obviously go to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you can listen to our podcast there. You can reach out to us there. Like I said, if there's something you want to hear, if there's a team you want uh, talked about, uh, a specific player, thoughts and opinions, whatever, uh, we got you. Uh, if you guys want to keep sending alcohol, um, thank you. Yeah, because uh, Eddie's drinking it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I can't. But it's all good. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So that's it. Like <laughs> there you said, go. Episode 34, Average Sports Guys. This is a wrap. There you go.